Good morning, my friends. This is OKP number 15. And today I want to talk about entrepreneurship. And I think to introduce this topic, I think I want to um, set up a few kind of directions or set up where it is that I'm coming from. And so you do, most of you understand that, you know, I graduated from college, I went to a professional uh, industry right away. That was my first job out of college. And during that time, kind of realized that it wasn't for me. It wasn't something that I, it wasn't something that brought meaning to my life. And I wanted a way out. And it caused a lot of turmoil within myself over those five, six years because you had this, I had this drive and this desire to pursue something that would bring meaning to my life. But in order to leave the professional world, it's a bit of a jump. And so uh, that is kind of where I'm coming from, from this. And one other thing to think about with making this type of a jump is that there are a number of different avenues that one can go down uh, to pursue entrepreneurship. And as I said in that pub talk, there's a wide range and they're all they all can be appropriate if done correctly Um, some of those might be pure financial gain uh, financial freedom being able to basically build a cash machine a, a business that you don't really have to tend to but that generates income for you and those can be done that can be done appropriately and professionally Uh, however it takes some nuance but I'm not the reason I bring this up is that I'm not really coming from that where I'm coming from is a path of entrepreneurship that again I wanted to provide meaning in my life I felt that when I would sit back and look at my day I was trying to live on the shoulders of the day I was trying to develop myself on the shoulders of the day which is what you have to do in order to to really make the jump to fill the the center of the day, which is where we spend most of our time while working. Because I would sit back and I would look and I would say, okay, you know, if I wake up at five o'clock or five thirty or six, that gives me an hour and a half before work. Or that gives me an hour before work. Or how am I gonna get some sort of personal development in before my work day? And then you get your work day ends, you know, you spend eight, nine, ten hours at work. And then you're into the the latter half of the shoulder or the latter, yeah, the latter half of the shoulders and you're half trying to figure out how am I going to develop myself here. And and so I was just looking at this and I'm like, dude, I have this big eight to 10 hour day or 10, eight to 10 hour commitment that I have to be at every day. Um, I would rather be using that time to, again, develop and cultivate and build something that brought real meaning to myself. And uh, these This avenue that I chose, I think the process that I will flesh out as to how to get there uh, will help someone understand what this path really is about. Um, I don't personally think that it's about making bread. I I view bread as the vehicle to allowing me to uh, pursue other internal aspects of growth. And... 
so anyways, that's where I'm coming from. I'm, I'm on that avenue of entrepreneurship. There are many other avenues, all that are uh, valid in their own right, if done with principles and, and with the correct principles and if done with the correct work ethic, uh, they can be very valuable. But that's not my experience. I'm not really going to talk about it. Uh, so the pursuit of leaving a professional job, a professional career, to pursue something meaningful, where does one start? I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in the thought that if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be a, a business owner, a small business owner, if you want to make money by being yourself, that's what I always would tell myself. And I think that I, I shy away from saying that openly because on the surface, it kind of gives the wrong impression. It's like, wow, you want to be paid for being yourself. Like that sounds fairly arrogant. Um, but what I mean by that is that I just want to, I knew that I wanted to work hard. I knew I wanted to do something that was meaningful to me. And I knew that I wanted to do something that I enjoyed and like I said, brought meaning. And that is to me an external manifestation of who you are as a person. Uh, bread is who I am as a person. It's kind of just, you know, this is my job and this is what I enjoy doing this is as i said in that pub talk you know everything that i pursue everything that i enjoy about life you can be can be found in bread and you have to in order to find that that hobby or to find that craft or to find your art you have to understand yourself as a person you have to begin to understand yourself who you are what you like to do and you have to pay attention to the nuances within your life and within your interactions and experiences to really understand who you are. And I think that's the starting point because I bet about people get sidetracked or they get caught up in the idea. Like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I remember we used to do this like in junior college with my buddies. We'd sit there and be like, okay, what are we going to, what's the business going to be? And I remember thinking like I was going to be, uh, I was trying to take a, a common meal that I would make all the time for myself and be like, okay, this is like the restaurant. It's like a Chipotle, but healthy or something dumb like that. And you're always just focused on that. But that I think is the incorrect route to take because there's really no meaning behind. There's no true desire to be like, oh, you know what? I love making these like gross ground turkey bowls with brown rice for people. You know, uh, if that is the meaning, then, then sure. But in order to figure out what it is that you really want, to pursue or what what really is the correct path to pursue you have to start by understanding yourself and uh i was i've been fortunate to have just kind of a natural tendency to be reflective and introspective <clears throat> and so i feel as though all the way throughout my life and especially during the more tumultuous times in my life where there was a lot of anxiety or there was a lot of stress for myself um, I just naturally kind of resorted to reflecting and being introspective about things and just wondering why I was acting a certain way or why I was reacting or feeling a certain way. And, but today, sitting where I am today, if I was to be honest, what really did propel or act as a catalyst for self-development, self-reflection, self-understanding 
uh, was the practice of meditation. And, you know, that's what I would advise anybody to begin to do because just because you meditate doesn't mean that you are a Buddhist and it doesn't mean that you have to become and follow and, and, and embark upon that path. Um, that's in a sense what has happened to me, but meditating provides just mindfulness. You know, you're practicing mindfulness and you're cultivating the ability to be mindful. And there's one thing that Gil Franzdahl talks about or has mentioned, you know, every now and then throughout his podcasts is that exactly what I just said. You don't just because you meditate doesn't mean you have to pursue the, the Buddhist religion, the, the, Buddhist, the Buddhist tradition. Um, but through the cultivation of mindfulness, through the practice of meditation, vipassana meditation, sitting, sitting meditation, that will just allow you to pursue your current interests, your current hobbies in just a much more richer sense. You're going to be much more present with what it is that you're doing. You're going to find that that craft or that hobby or that topic uh, is just brighter. You know, I brighter might not might not understand what I mean by that, but it's just when you're present with something and you're present with with an activity that you truly enjoy and you can be present and, and absorbed in it. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, and that's where you really begin to understand what provides meaning. You know, through the practice of meditation, through practice of mindfulness. Another great analogy that is used in Buddhism or spoken about in Buddhism is that you're pulling, you're pulling weeds and through pulling weeds out of your mind, out of your body, uh, that just gives room for wholesomeness, for awareness, for the ability to become present, just fills that space. Uh, So really it's 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 as if you're coming out of a shell and the void is filled with happiness with meaning and so that's where i always advise someone to begin as i say i would say today i would say if you want to learn if you want to be an entrepreneur if you want to escape the professional job that is eating away at you begin with self-reflection and begin with meditation because through that practice you're going to begin to understand and it's it's a long process, you know, it can take, for me, it took, right, I graduated in 2016, and now it's 2021, so it took, you know, about five years for, for me to really figure this out and, and make the, the decision to, uh, to leave the professional world, but it could take five years, 10 years, 15 years for you to just figure out what's going on, because to, to begin to understand yourself with a at a blank slate, if you just haven't really been doing any sort of introspection, any sort of self-understanding practice, uh, and if you're not, if you're not naturally inclined to be that way, then you're going to start with a lot, you're going to be stuck in the mud for a little while, and you're going to have to take the time to really just flesh out all those weeds in order to cultivate that understanding, that the ability to really understand what provides meaning for your life. And so that's where I would say anybody should begin. Is first, begin with some meditation, begin with some mindfulness uh, to better understand yourself and to better understand what it is that you like. Um, I call that personal truths, right? That's where I've, I've said past, I've said in things I've written or, or, or 
uh, areas where I've spoken, I say that I like to, I, I am pursuing personal truth and um, freedom, personal truth and freedom. And to me, what, per, what pursuing personal truth means is that through that practice of mindfulness, through that practice of reflection, you begin to understand your own personal truths. Who are you? What do you like to do? And once you figure those out, you can begin to pursue that, right? So I know, for instance, that I like to work with my hands. I know that uh, I have a strong desire to want to build something from the ground up using being fully dependent on me, you know? Uh, I enjoy creating something. I, I am the type of person that really, I hate to say the word need, but I... In order to feel rewarded, in order to feel fulfilled, I like to see what I've made. You know, with being in the banking world, um, it is, it is, you do get a sense of pride, or at least I got a sense of pride from closing alone. Um, but it wasn't because I because it wasn't tangible. It just it was very fleeting. The the feeling of moment of, of meaningfulness or of accomplishment was very fleeting because. You'd feel it, and then it was just like, okay, well, now on to the next one. And it's like, I can't even touch it. I can't see it. I can't really tell a sense of enjoyment from the customer uh, other than saying, you know, it's, it's nice working with you, blah, blah, blah. See you, in, see you when I see you. And, but with bread, it's like, I, it's flour, water, salt, yeast. It looks just like that, flour, water, and salt. Uh, on the table, but then when you mix it all together and you go through the whole process and you bake it the next day, I mean, it's just beautiful loaf of bread. I mean, it's just, it's so cool to see that occur and so fulfilling and rewarding. So I knew that that those were personal truths of mine that I wanted to pursue. So through that process of mindfulness, of introspection, you'll begin to learn that about yourself, which will allow you to then pursue different hobbies. That's the second step. It's the second step that I would say is that once you begin to to do this process, um, once you begin to really figure out who you are and what you like to do, then you can begin to try things. You have to try things, you know, and more often than not, when you know those truths of yours and you can kind of gear your eyes or or your, your sight at hobbies in that direction, like, okay, I, I want to pursue a hobby that's working with my hands want to pursue a hobby that I can physically see, that is tangible at the end of the process, uh, whatever it may be, and yours could be much different than mine, chances are you're going to have a good idea as to where you're going to go, and, and that'll lead you into pursuing an activity that provides meaning for you. And from there, it's just a continuation of the process. I mean, you have to begin to... to really learn and really understand the hobby you have to really under begin to learn in it and all the while ensuring that you remain happy and, and that there's a sense of enjoyment and that those personal truths of yours are being fulfilled and if they're not then maybe that's not the hobby for you you know i think that we get stuck in i think that you know i hate to say the word disgust but it does disgust me that there is a mentality amongst college graduates or, or that is a that is dispelled upon college graduates that upon graduating you need to put that major to work you know 
And whether someone tells you that directly or not, the feeling is still there. I felt that feeling. I feel like a lot of us feel that feeling. Upon graduating, we just have to go somewhere. And it has to be, you know, salaried benefits. It's got to be a career job. And it's like, if you really step back and look at it, it's like, dude, (laughs) unless you were fully driven to pursue that career as a college graduate, as a college student, then to me, it's a complete joke to say that we expect you to jump into this binding career when you don't even know if it's something that you want to do. And you know, I can go off on that. It's a big tangent that I can I can ramble on and on about. But the point being, if you're there already, which is where I kind of was, you know, I just kind of tossed myself into the professional world. You just have to understand, okay, I'm here, but I'm gonna I'm I'm working on a process to uh, unbound myself from this and free myself from that. So that's the freedom aspect of it, right? You learn your personal truths. You pursue your personal truths, and through that pursuit, freedom can be found. And so you do the process, you begin to, to, to look at and pursue different activities, uh, you see how those make you feel, uh, you continue to reflect, and you continue to cultivate aspects within your life that you think are going to make you just a better person, right? You shouldn't be, you know, if you're, if you're doing this process... And you're saying the only reason I'm doing this is to pursue the opportunity to become free of my job, then that's kind of besides the point. That is kind of a a direct result of pursuing this path. You know, that's just kind of a consequence of doing it. You do need to be fully invested in bettering yourself as a person. You know, you have to have some skin in the game and you have to say, look, this is what I just want to better understand myself. I want to better myself as a person and develop myself to my full potential which to reach your full potential I mean that should take that should take your whole life right I mean it's just never going to stop right you're just going to always be finding these things and these aspects of yourself that you can better yourself upon uh, that you can free yourself from that you can develop a liberated mind right I mean that's kind of the pursuit of Buddhism but again I have to talk from my experience and this is kind of the best way, this is the best way for me to explain the process without fully being reliant or without without trying to uh, say you have to become a Buddhist or something like that, which is not necessary to, to pursue this type of a path. Um, however, the point being, you need to be invested for the betterment of yourself. Not be, Do not be invested for the for the desire to obtain freedom from your job because that is a sense of greed or that is a type of greed, right? I'm doing, if you're sitting there and you're meditating and you're saying, okay, I'm doing this because I want to make my own money and I want to be paid to be myself, that's wrong. That's not the right, that's not the right practice. Uh, The right practice is to understand that that has a possibility of occurring through this practice, but the real reason that you are doing this practice is to understand yourself and to develop yourself to become a better person, to become more liberated from the aspects of life that hold you in bondage, is what Buddhism would say. Um, And so through those processes, through those, the understanding of yourself, you can develop that. You, 
you know, another aspect that is, is keen to focus on is, is personal finance, ensuring that when you want to make that leap, you are in a financial position that can support that kind of disturbance or di- disruptance within your actual life because you are going to change your life. Like you're, that decision to leave will be life-changing. And you don't want to be in any sort of debt, which is, t- there it is right there. I mean, you don't want to be in debt. Uh, a lot of us are in debt. And I'm very, very fortunate to not have been in that situation. But that is something to focus on is, is, is becoming free from debt or at least being able to find, to get your debt levels into a manageable uh, manageable amount where you know that making this leap, you're still going to be able to make these payments. You're still going to be able to uh, manage it appropriately. You know, you want to make sure that your debt is in control or that you are in control of your debt and you're in control of the direction that your debt is headed. And so focusing in on your personal finance, um, making sure that you're, you know, right now as a small business owner, like one of my priorities is to make sure that my books are tight. That's what I call it. Just make sure my books are tight. I want to make sure they're they're clean. Uh, I use QuickBooks and that's how I achieve that. Uh, As a potential entrepreneur, uh, you need to make sure that your personal books are tight. That you are uh, practicing healthy personal finance, that you're practicing healthy investment practices, that you're practicing healthy debt practices. Um, so that way, when you make that leap, you can have confidence in your financial position that you aren't going to just be on the streets in a month. Uh, that's one thing. That would be the third thing that I would say one should focus on while they're in this potential, while they're in this professional world, because that that is the great benefit of being in the professional world is that if you have a salary, if you have benefits, if you have a secure job, a secure job is one that you can forecast, right? So you can budget, you can project, you can do certain things to prepare yourself to be in a a good financial position at the benchmark times when you think you might want to make this type of a leap. So personal finance, very important. Um, Recognizing where you are in your life and recognizing what is absent from your life, you know, because, and by that, I mean, where are you? Are you, are you single completely? Are you in a uh, serious relationship? Are you interested in purchasing a house or starting a family anytime soon? Those are all aspects that need to be thought about before making this decision as well. Uh, For myself, I'm in a relationship, a a great relationship. I don't have a house and I'm not interested in starting a family in the immediate future. Uh, Those are all traits where that that lend itself towards the pursuit of entrepreneurship in my situation that's how i felt about those those situations uh if yours are different from mine something to consider you know something to consider and 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 it doesn't mean that just because that those are aspects of your life that you can't make this leap but it does mean that there might be some added complexity to the decision it does mean that there 
that it might take a little bit longer, that you might need to be a little bit, that you might need to ensure that you are going to be a little bit more secure when you make that decision. But it does not mean it's impossible, but it is important to recognize, right? It's important to recognize it is a factor in the equation, right? And I guess that's a great way to think about it is that this is an equation. And after the equal sign, you have a, a, a that's what should, when you have an equation, and you say 2 plus 2 equals 4. The pursuit of 2 plus 2 is not to get to 4. 4 is just a consequence of 2 plus 2. And so that kind of lends itself towards, again, focusing on the, the formula, right? The formula is self-recognition. Uh, pursuing aspects that are healthy where you can put yourself into an uncomfortable situation and grow from it. Uh, trying new activities, getting outside your your comfort zone, um, that is the equation, and the the consequence of that has potential to be an entrepreneurial path. Uh, so where was I? And I think that this is just a, an ongoing discussion. So this might just be part one. This might just be part one. Um, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on it. Uh, but I'll re-listen to this. I'll kind of make some more notes as to what I want for part two. But as for part one, I think that's that's where I want to stop. Um, it's also kind of getting up against my, my personal time limit, which is I like to keep my podcast under an hour and a half. Uh, so let me know what you think. Like I said, the equation for starters, the cultivation of mindfulness, the cultivation of self-reflection. Uh, through that process, you can better, you can better yourself as a person, you can develop yourself as a person, uh, and you can learn your personal truths. Step two is to begin to pursue those personal truths, to begin to try new activities to uh, that will lead you to a meaningful and free life, liberated life. Uh, personal finance is important, the recognition of where you are in life, you know, what your personal situation is and what the consequences of making this type of a decision to exit the pers- the professional world uh, will lead to, uh, all things to consider. And so I think that's where I'm going to end it here. Uh, it's a Monday morning, 10, 15, and I got some errands that I'm going to run today and I'm doing a lot of cleaning because I didn't have to, didn't make pretzels this, uh, this morning because, uh, Sandra and I went to San Luis Obispo for the night, Saturday night, and had had a nice little weekend down there, and so that wasn't able to prepare pretzels yesterday, so didn't bake them this morning, so I got a little bit extra time this morning, and just been cleaning, and I had a twinge of inspiration to do a podcast, been wanting to do one on entrepreneurship, and so I said, you know what, I will make a cup, I will make a tetsubi of tea, tetsubi is a teapot, Japanese teapot that I got from uh, Chaya. It's a really pretty cast iron teapot called the Tetsubi. And made a made a Tetsubi of tea, and I sat down and and here we are. Uh, the tea was Gen Maicha from uh, Den's tea. That's my that's my favorite tea. I think that's my my go to Gen uh, Maicha extra green. It's Gen Maicha is is a green tea it's a japanese green tea so it's steamed um 
so it has but it also has this roasted rice toasted rice in it which provides a, a real nutty flavor and then you have the gen mai cha or you have the then you have the green full leaf tea which provides more of a grassy uh, flavor to it but then because it's called extra green it means that matcha is mixed in with the tea and so matcha provides kind of like a sweetness so it's kind of this nutty grassy sweet tea it's not it's not sweet by any means definitely not sweet but there's a a, a bit of sweetness on it um so that's my favorite tea and that's what i'm drinking right now and i'm gonna wrap up this cleaning session and then get on to to running some errands so i hope you guys like this one i'm gonna try to do a part two but uh let me know bye